Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. Edward M. Kennedy formally announces his candidacy for the Senate seat once held by his older brother, the President, thus setting the stage for the revival of an old political rivalry between two famed Massachusetts families. If Ted beats Edward McCormick, nephew of House Speaker John McCormick in the Democratic primaries, he'll probably be pitted against Republican George Cabot Lodge, son of former UN Ambassador Henry Cabot Lodge. And they'll be fighting for the same Senate seat, which has been held by a Kennedy or a Lodge for 46 of the past 68 years. And in 1962, Democrat Edward M. Ted Kennedy, who later became a disgrace, officially launched his successful candidacy for U.S. Senate from Massachusetts to replace his brother who had been elected president. Ted Kennedy served for 40, nearly 47 years until he died of brain cancer in 2009. And I can't think of one good thing that he did. I got a kick out of him. I liked him. He was this big, blustering character. I met him once. And uh, (laughs) he was wolfing down oysters. Uh, I was actually like a, a bit in shock. And I, mean, I was only 21 at the time, I think. 22 tops. And here's Ted Kennedy comes into this congressional reception. And he is pounding the oysters down like as if they were going to take them away from him. He probably had a good buzz on when he came in and he mumbling and burp, 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 you know. But I got a big kick out of them. Well, people that made a big, a bigger impact on all of our lives. Edward Wolosian, Taylor, U.S. Army Korea, recipient of the Purple Heart. Frank Butch Colombo, Glenburn, U.S. Army. Also one of the people that started the... Well, maybe it's impolite to call it midget football program up in the Abingtons. William Wickheiser of Nicholson, U.S. Navy, Vietnam. R.J. Whiting of Falls. Thomas Waronko, Scranton. U.S. Army in Korea, and then the Pennsylvania State Police. And then Edward D'Augustino, U.S. Navy corpsman. And I can certainly consider him a friend. We lost all those veterans during this month and last. 
And it's uh, it's sad. Somebody says, um, Bob, I was forced to get the COVID shot during Trump's term or lose my job. Was not forced since and was not forced to get boosters. You'd have to tell me the nature of that. Who forced you? I'm not aware of any... Well, first of all, let me correct something for you really quickly. Because it took me a second to recoil from what you're saying. There were no vaccine mandates during the Trump presidency because there wasn't a vaccine. Remember how they played around with approving it so it wouldn't be done before the election? Do you remember that? I'd love to know who forced you to get this vaccine. This was at a time when Kamala Harris and Joe Biden were questioning it because it had been developed under Donald Trump's presidency. So you got your timeline wrong or you could give me some additional facts and I'll listen. Music Man says, meteorology and weather forecasting, one step from voodoo. And Music Man, I always bring it up to make the point that these idiots are trying to tell us the climate. They're trying to, never mind weather forecasting, they're trying to do climate forecasting. They're trying to tell you what the climate is going to be. They can't even tell you what the weather's going to be with any degree of predictability. Well, with some degree. So I have a hard time telling you what's going to happen tomorrow, but I'll tell you what it's going to be in 2050. And these are the same people that had the same mindset, the same types of people, and some of the same people who told you that the ozone layer was being burned out and we would all be burnt to a crisp. That world population, once it crossed 3 billion, was going to, everyone was going to starve. Yeah, we're now at 8 billion and more prosperous than ever. The same people who told you we were going to be out of oil. (laughs) And and what, we're going to have Lucy pull this football away again on climate change. And on top of that, one of their primary prescriptions which will stick it in the neck of working and middle-class people is the battery-powered car, which is demonstrably and provably worse for the environment. (laughs) So, like, they don't care. They don't care about these crises. They create them. And if they cared about the crises... They would also be building dikes in New York and Miami and places like that. So they don't care. They want the issue. They want the virtue signaling and they make money off of it and gain power. It's that simple. You can't trust these people. They're not qualified to run your life or any portion of it. But that's what they want to do. And now they've taken over an entire political party with their insanity. 
And they're driving that political party to control all of us. Now, I, I got to tell you quickly because we got to go to the break. I was around on St. Patrick's. Okay, so a lot of great Irish friends and acquaintances telling me they love the show and they have the same concerns I have. And these, some of them, it was, I was stunned. Irish Democrats of long standing and generations, and they've seen enough. Reality is growing on a lot of people. <laughs> and if anybody, I, does anybody think Joe Biden's the most qualified guy to be United States president? <laughs> anybody, please call in or text. All right, so our friend texted back. I worked for the American Red Cross and got the first COVID shot on January 13th, 2021. Trump was still president, but come on. He wasn't president after, and he, and he did not impose any mandates. It was Biden. I mean, guys, you can't be so anti-Trump. Or so pro-Biden, which makes me question your sanity, that you, you distort reality and facts. Stop it. So this was January 13, 2021. Trump's leaving office in a few days. And they continue, Trump was trying to get the vaccine rolled out before all required testing. That is why people are, were wary of the vaccine. <sighs> but it was okay to put mandates in place because that testing never occurred. You can't long-term test a vaccine or a shot because it's not a vaccine. You can't long-term test it. And they were screwing around with the VAERS system, which is the accident report system. They were hiding it and covering up. the. And by the way, normal side effects. Expected percentages of side effects. But you can't blame Donald Trump for a mandate. He didn't impose any, period. Anything else is not true. So you don't like Trump? Okay, fine. But you're not entitled to your own facts. Somebody texts in, Biden is not the most qualified, but he's better than Trump. Oh, yeah? In what way? Because he doesn't irritate you every day? Joe Biden cost you $5,000 last year. 5000 With his idiocy. He caused the, the war in Ukraine with his weakness and idiocy. He failed to negotiate a truce when it was possible in the opening month of the war. 
because of his idiocy. He got 13 kids killed in Afghanistan because of his idiocy. In what way is he better? Do you just don't want to worry about facts? You don't want to worry about reality. You don't want to worry about the truth. I just don't understand it. I really don't. And this is coming from, I'm not a Donald Trump lover. I don't want him to run again. He's had his day. He did somewhere between a solid to very good job until he decided he wanted to be a COVID TV star just like Andrew Cuomo. And how did it work out for the two of them? Bob had to wear masks, take temperatures, and swab nose to check for temperature every shift. Okay. We overreacted. We wildly overreacted. But look who we had in charge. Anthony Fauci, who was one of the people who funded the research that helped cause the lab leak. (laughs) And he spent so much time covering it up and distracting from that reality and ignoring science, like social distancing of three feet, not six, The failure of masks, except for expensive N95 masks, ignored it all. Lockdowns, no scientific benefit. Business shutdowns, no scientific benefit. And Trump listened to him. And he lost his presidency because he listened to him. That's my view. And his own ego. Which is insatiable. So, man, Biden better than Trump. You're living a a disaster. And the resurgence of the red Chinese, the attack by the Russians... The kids killed in Afghanistan, the border, the 100,000-plus fentanyl deaths, the crime in our cities. Really, the rot of our culture by transgender insanity being taught to grade schoolers, by criminal race theory being taught to everybody, Joe Biden's better than Trump. Wow. Where in God's name do you live? I remember uh, there was this show. I forget what the heck it was called, but we'd be playing football in college on Saturday, uh, on Saturdays. And so the latest you would want to stay up the night before, generally speaking, was uh, it was the Canadian guys. And it was like a Saturday Night Live, John Candy and all those guys. And they had a thing where um, 
Perry Como's back and he's more relaxed than ever. And they showed him laying in a bed singing a song. I don't know why that sticks in my mind, but it does. Hey, so I said that, uh, you know, Cutie's uh, away. And uh, she's they're down in Florida enjoying it with the family. It's uh, it's my niece Cassidy, known as Cassie, but I call her Fungi. It's her birthday week, and what a lovely place to, <laughs> what a lovely way to celebrate your birthday. So they're all down there, and uh, happy birthday, Fungi. March fourteenth. That's today. And Mary Regina has sent us in the St. Teresa for today. Mother Teresa. Mother Teresa says, it is not enough to say I love God. St. John says that you are a liar if you say you love God and you do not love your neighbor. How can you love God whom you do not see, whom you touch, with whom you love, with, with whom you live? So, you're right. Do I have to stop hating Joe Biden? That's the question I would like to pose directly to Mother Teresa. Um, man. All right. I cannot control uh, Mother Teresa. I cannot control my personal revulsion. And it's my job to criticize him. So I've got to, I've got to think this through. I, I, I can't be nice to him. He's ruining my country. How do I be nice to him? Seriously. He is evil. He truly is. I I used to think he was a stumbling, bumbling goofball. But as the corruption of the Biden family has been proven, I now think he's evil. He's I saw him in an interview. And remember, I have to watch this because it's what I do. And he was talking about a bill in Florida where Cutie and the gang are, and Fungi, and Yaz, all of them. And they were talking about this bill in Florida that prohibits irreversible sex change activities on children. Joe Biden called that cruel. What? What what, what planet are we living on that this ass can make that kind of statement and get away with it? Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Ladies and gentlemen, you have reached a verdict. May I have it, Sheriff, please? jury find the defendant guilty of murder with malice as charged in the indictment and assess his punishment at death. Signed, Max E. Causey Foreman. 
So say you all, ladies and gentlemen. Is that your unanimous verdict? Will all of you whose verdict that is please hold up your right hands? All right, Sheriff, he's your president. Keep your seats, please. There'll be no moving up. Don't let anybody out of the courtroom. 1964. A jury in Dallas found Jack Ruby guilty of murdering Lee Harvey Oswald, the accused assassin of President John F. Kennedy. They sentenced him to death. Now, by the way, both the conviction and the death sentence would be overturned, but Ruby died, I believe, of cancer before he could be retried. And I remember as a little kid, so I'm like three. I, I, I almost, I hope I'm not doing a Kamala Harris thing. I don't think I am. But I remember asking my mother and thinking, well, he he killed the guy that killed the president. He should be a hero. That was my thoughts at the time. But no, he went to trial and he got found guilty. And we never found out what would happen in his retrial because he passed away before that. We're back, Bob Cadaro on the eponymous show. Quick shout out to Gabby, she, even though she's a left winger and would be just repulsed by everything I say, but she's going to come around because she's going to become a doctor, and so we're good there. Fungi, you'll work on her. We're honoring today Edward D'Agostino, Eddie D'Agostino, my old buddy, U.S. Navy corpsman. Thomas Waronko, Scranton, U.S. Army, Korea. R.J. Whiting, Falls. William Wickheiser, Nicholson, U.S. Navy, Vietnam. Frank Butch Colombo of Glenburn, U.S. Army. Edward Wolosian, Taylor, U.S. Army, Korea. Recipient of the Purple Heart. Well, we hope your your hour's going along well. You're the first hour of this uh, Lollapalooza. Go to Gary from Shavertown. Gary, how are you? Hey, Bob. I, I remember that Perry Cummel thing you were talking about. He was laying on the stage, and yes. he, he, he couldn't keep it. He was very relaxed when he sang. But, but, <laughs> and, uh, oh, and by it, the way, a bunch of people, but most specifically Jersey Devil, texted in and said it was SCTV. That's what I used to watch uh, Friday nights. Yeah. But anyway, uh, it, it was funny. Twenty some years ago, everybody was saying that if you see something, say something. Now they're all saying if you say something, see something. <laughs> what? <laughs> you lost me there. Political correctness. If you say something, see something. Oh. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'll see you, Bob. Thanks. You're always a little too quick for me, Gary. But thank you for that. No, you're way ahead of me, Bubby. <laughs> yeah. <right. laughs> Uh, but somebody says, you wonder why do many people from this area think Joe Biden is doing such a great job? By the way, I haven't found any. I've found apologists, but I haven't found anybody saying he's doing a good job. Uh, so let's qualify it just a bit. Uh, or is it they really know he isn't, beca but because of that D that they are branded with. It's been proven you keep repeating something, eventually it sticks. They have a word for it, brainwashed. It's, it's, it really is. Somebody says, Biden is corrupt and it is proven, really? Please explain in detail the corruption that he has committed and the charges he is facing. 
To my recollection, he's not the one who's been impeached twice and most likely facing a future indictment. I think you may be confused. Please explain. Thank you. Have you followed the Hunter Biden laptop story? I want to ask you that. Have you followed it? Or are you willfully ignorant of it? Are you ignorant of, and willfully so, of the bank records which shows Hunter Biden, upon receipt of monies from people like the Red Chinese... Paying for improvement at Joe Biden's house, renting Joe Biden's house with that foreign money. It's proven. It's done. It's not even it's not even a close call. It was so sloppy and lazy, which is Joe Biden. That's what he does. That's what he is, a professional politician. And you you're are you really gonna ignore it? Are you really? And I I don't care what you think of Donald Trump. You could hate him, you'll never vote for him, whatever. But please don't tell me you have not absorbed the reality of Joe Biden's corruption. Flies his kid on a on Air Force 2 to China. The kid comes home with a deal for a Chinese company Government controlled to put up $1.4 billion to for, for Hunter Biden to invest in what? Crack pipe manufacturing? Are you kidding me? You, you just don't want to see. I always talk about this. Look at it. If they're not convincible, move on. Talk about cherry pie. So tell me if you are not aware of this these facts. And then you and I will talk about cherry pie. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did.